What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. One half here, favorite fat duo here, Tony Trujillo. Here with my other half, Mr. Austin Rawson. Awesome, buddy. It's uh, it's been like a week, but yeah, yeah about about somebody's been slacking, <laughs> dude. Pretty much, but boy, do I got some. We have some topics, but uh, anyway, how you been? I'm doing good. Um, food truck season's finally over. We're nearing election season, 30 days from election day today. So Damn, already? Here we go. Crazy. Dude, damn. Oh, yeah, that's right. We are heading into that because November. Yeah. Damn. I am. Um, damn. You know, I've had a lot go down. Mostly with this whole move thing we're doing and just trying to make sure that I'm on top of shit. It's been pretty stressful. I've been working a lot too, dude, because I'm trying to stay like, I'm just trying to stay occupied because when you do stuff like this, you get kind of stressed out. You know what I mean? Right. So it's one of those things where I'm trying to keep my mind like occupied as much as possible, but I don't know, man. I mean, we, we're almost there. Other than that, I've just been trying to like, I guess focus on what comes next. So, you know, figuring out what I'm going to do with my other podcasts and basically just trying to keep busy. Just pretty much similar to you. Other than that, uh, I watched, been watching wrestling a little bit. It's kind of boring until, like, I mean, it's, this is like a cool thing that happened tonight, but it's still a little boring. So I just finished watching uh, Extreme Rolls, their annual pay per view for WWE. Right. There was so first off, Roman wasn't there and neither was the bloodline, so no tag team titles on the line and no heavyweight on the line. It was all just women's championships. So like yeah, there was like no reason for that pay-per-view. And really the best match was the first one, which was Sheamus and his two buddies against this guy called they call him Gunther. That's his fucking name. He he's Walter from NXT. He's supposed to be like, I don't, I don't know if he's Hungarian or Russian or whatever, but he's got a group called Imperium. So it's, you know, a three on three and it's pretty much a no disqualification or I don't remember the actual name of the match, but it's extreme rules. Every match is a gimmick match. That's the one that stole the show. The main event was Riddle and Seth Rollins in a some sort of UFC type of match and it was actually good, but it was like 10 minutes. So I was kind of like, eh, the payoff wasn't that great. It ended too soon. Nine o'clock hit, and I'm like, bro, these usually end like 9.30. What the fuck? Lights go out. Everybody's phone is lighting up. And I'm thinking, is this going to be Bray Wyatt? They've been saying this for like a year and a half now since he's been gone, two years almost. But it's almost like nobody knows. And they've been teased. Bray Wyatt's been teasing us for months on end on twitter he barely gets on instagram he'll post a little shit here and there but like no one really knows well then it hit me while everyone's like got their phone on you can hear like little bray wyatt chants in the background it hit me that earlier in the show if you pay attention there's a fucking bunny that's roaming around the arena just a guy dressed up as a bunny that's a reference to the white rabbit which is the cult of wyatt or whatever but when i first saw it i was just like oh it's another fan rocking some bright bray wyatt gear but it's all throughout the show that you see it so finally, with the lights off for like 10 whole fucking seconds, you start hearing a voice singing. He's got the whole world in his hands, but it's really slow and it's creepy. And then there's little homages to like the white rabbit, the pig, which is supposed to be gluttony, and like all this shit that represents the Firefly Funhouse. Dude, like five minutes later, because <laughs> this dude has an Undertaker type entrance, you see the Fane mask. Fast forward another five minutes later of hearing he's got the whole world in his hands. Bray Wyatt kicks open a door and he's back. Uh, he's back in his old gimmick too, the Firefly family, not the fun house. He comes out with his little lamp, says we're here, blows it out, and it's over. I was excited like everyone else in this arena. And the uh, reaction is huge, bro. Like this probably isn't, like CM Punk's was huge, but this was way bigger. This was probably, I haven't heard her. A crowd react like this in so long it was very similar to like when john cena would come out or whenever hulk hogan would return it was loud 
And when it ended, all you can hear clear as day is holy shit. And they can't edit it because everyone's doing it. And it's actually, it was good. I was like, okay, that's a good payoff. Like this pay-per-view sucked, but good payoff. Bray Wyatt's finally back. That's awesome. I'm a little concerned though, because the reason they got rid of him was budget cuts, but really they had no idea what to do with him. That's why his career took like a downturn. And last time we saw him was WrestleMania 30. I don't remember. You were here actually for it. He lost in like two minutes to Randy Orton. That was stupid. That was his last match. They let him go. And then, you know, Fast forward, like, I think it's like two years now or something. Something like that. But he's back. That's fucking cool. I'm excited to see what they do. I'm just worried because we're at the two and a half year mark. Roman still has both fucking belts. Hardly wrestles. They announced two months ago that he's got a match with Logan Paul at Crown Jewel, which is in November. Really, really stupid. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. The only reason I really want to see this is because uh i like logan paul's hate i like the the paul brothers dude i love their hate people fucking hate them and it makes me want them to be more successful because i love watching people get so mad i just don't know what it is paul jake paul deserves it logan's kind of like grew up really fast and now logan's like legit um i've started to respect logan a lot recently like i don't watch boxing but Everybody I know who watches boxing has watched his stuff and is like, they can tell he actually cares. He's legit. He's working toward it. My brother eating my leftovers. <laughs> Dude, we have a new, we do have a new wrestling meme to replace the um, AJ Styles and Undertaker. That was good, actually. That was on this Friday. So that yeah. match, that was a strap match is what it's called. Um, you've seen it before. It's like numerous, everyone's seen this match, but it was a uh, Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross. You're not too familiar with Cross, but basically he came from NXT. Uh, he was actually a really good wrestler, and they let him go during the budget cut wave. And he came back during Drew and uh, well, a little bit before Drew and Roman's match at Clash, Clash of the Castle. And I was excited because I was like, Karrion Cross is really cool. Like, he could be the next Triple H or someone big. So I knew he was going to automatically win tonight, and of course he did. But that. That fucking, when he pops up behind him, that became like a new meme. I've been seeing it everywhere. And there's one, it's like, it's like me finally getting with my stepmom. Then it's like my dad. And it's in the back. <laughs> so I'm waiting because the next meme has to be this meme. And then they edit Undertaker in behind them. And That'd it's like, sick. it'd be like my brother eating my leftovers. And then me who just got home from work. And then behind it is Undertaker. My mom watching me beat the snot out of my brother. <laughs> Dude, it was like <laughs> wrestling's been really weird, man. It's been like my biggest problem is that WWE, there's like no titles to defend because Roman and the Usos have everything. So that's supposed to be like this generation's faction. They're the new evolution. And it's it's stupid though, because they have all the gold. So there's no reason to really watch. AEW. There's too many titles to care. Dude, they bought out fucking Ring of Honor. So now Ring of Honor is not on TV. They just, some of the wrestlers show up on AEW. But they've got all the Ring of Honor titles too. So first off, you got the AEW World Champion, right? You got the TNT Champion, which was designed specifically for TNT Network. Then you got the AEW Tag Team Champions. Then you got the TBS Women's Champion. Then you got the Women's Champion. Now we've got the AEW All-Atlantic champion. We also have the Trios champions. That's a lot. Add on top of that, Ring of Honor heavyweight champion, Ring of Honor TV champion, Ring of Honor peer champion. Dude, there's so many belts. It's like hard to give a fuck. The Ring of Honor tag champions. Like nothing matters at this point. And it sucks because I'm like, man, there's no reason to watch this shit. But I got to admit there is some funny things like the whole Roman Reigns thing is stupid, but Sami Zayn for months now has been playing like this little rat for them. And, you know, there's pushback, but they don't really want him there, but they're like using him kind of. So they finally nicknamed, nicknamed him the honorary Ouse since the Usos always refer to everyone as Ouse or whatever. So that's right. his name. Like he's now a part of the bloodline and he comes out and does a dance. Like it's funny. It's, it's a little goofy and interesting to watch, but it's also like, eh, whatever. 
uh, my biggest issue too with AEW is the fact that we got CM Punk out of action along with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega because of their real life backstage shit. So it's like, okay, what now? MJF is back, thank God. But like, dude, wrestling's just been weird. It's, it's I don't know, man. That I've I've heard sports has been like that too, though. Um, with them Broncos, I see so many people upset. This dude I know dropped five hundred dollars on the idea that the Broncos would get there that last game. Dude, he's five hundred out. Like he's he goes on Facebook like, no, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> And I was like, damn, bro, like that, huh? And everybody just, like, abandoned. They're like, no, fuck them. Dude, the Broncos suck. They're so bad. Well, I've been seeing memes like Broncos fans. It's Homer Simpson. Then he goes back into the bushes, and he comes out wearing avalanche, or, like, some of them it's nuggets. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I got a guy I work with that did that. He was like, one day he came in wearing his Bronco gear. It was the day of that game. He comes in the next morning wearing Nuggets gear. And I was like, so it's over, huh? And he's like, pretty much. I'm not bothering. So have you seen the new, the stuff coming out about the new Velma series? So she's supposed to be like trans, right? Or no, lesbian? no, that's the new. So we are getting a new Scooby-Doo movie. What the fuck? And she's, supposed, she's supposed to be gay, a lesbian in that. But this is a like HBO that. Max move of tv series on velma it's like an origin story and so they made velma you know do um you know who mindy kaling is uh oh yeah 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 indian chick yeah yeah she's playing velma of course i mean why wouldn't she um i mean it works it's pretty good i don't i don't some people are upset like i can't believe you're taking another white character and making this it's a little, it. a little bit that I'm not gonna lie. It's a little bit like, can we not do that? But whatever. no, I don't care. With Velma, I don't care. Velma being white's not important. No, I think it's it's like, like it's it's like the new animated um, Scooby Doo has made Shaggy that got rid of Shaggy and put some black guy in. Wait, what? They got rid of Shaggy? Give it Shaggy's bread. Shaggy's gone. Shag, there's no. some black. There's some black Jamaican dude. Oh my god. But okay, right. that's the that is the least. Got close, got close. That is the least upsetting portion of that. That's so um, stupid, dude. So this movie that's coming out, which is going to be titled um, <laughs> "Trick or Treat Scooby Doo." Guess how many scenes Scooby Doo is? I was gonna say if it's an origin story, is Scooby Doo even in it? Scooby Doo is not in. What's the point? A Scooby Doo spinoff film. Oh, what is the point? I, Minda Kaling's a good actress. I don't care that she's Velma. Um, Fuck that. Make their own. It, it was, it's like, I don't oh, care. God. But the fact that Scooby Doo oh, is going to not be in it at all, what the hell? Dude, I can't believe they got rid of Shaggy. How the fuck are you going to do Shaggy like that? Shaggy and Scooby are literally the best. Shaggy's some black sh- Shaggy's some black dude now. His name's now <laughs> never mind. <laughs> but that sucks. Um, like what the fuck? Shaggy is black in Mindy Kaling's Velma series on HBO's Sam Richardson is voicing the character. Um is- I'm sorry, dude, but all the woke shit gets old after a while. Dude, and the thing is, this guy looks like you ever, did you ever watch Total Drama Island? Yeah, I did. The animation in this um, TV show is literally just um, goddamn Total Drama Island. My fucking washer and dryer in the background is giving me some drama right now. Linda Kaling's HBO series, Max series Velma is taking shape. First look at from the adult animated series shows a diverse mystery gang include a black version of Shaggy. The remainder of the series main cast has been announced with Sam Richardson playing Norville, who is replacing Shaggy, Glenn Howerton as Fred, and Constance Wu as Daphne. Combined with Hold Haley on. playing a Glenn South Howerton, a- bro. That could be good. That's that dude from It's Always Sunny. That could be interesting. And Kaling playing a South Asian version of Velma. The cast now reflects the diversity of today. 
Jesus Christ. That's the problem. The sites is in it. Diversity thing. It's like, what the fuck? Who cares? But there's no, there is no Scooby Doo in this Scooby Doo movie. Yeah. What's the point? They might as well call it gay as fuck. Like, cancel it. I don't care. Frank Welker, who's who's voiced Fred for like a million years at this time, is um supposed to be in here. Um, but Welker's not like, voicing Fred in this time round. But as a voice acting veteran, Welker has been a wide range of roles in animated projects. Um, but no Scooby Doo. No Scooby Doo, but it's a Scooby Doo movie. What the? Yeah, I'm blown away by this man. This diversity shit sucks. Like, dude, I am one of those people. I'm not gonna pay money to see the little black mermaid, dude. I I don't care. First off, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not. We've had this conversation, dude. I never saw Aladdin because I didn't care enough. I didn't see Lion King because I didn't care. So, like, I really shouldn't be pissed about these things. It's just annoying because it's like, God, dude, how much more are we gonna butcher? That's why I'm freaking the fuck out about. HBO doing or not HBO, uh, Peacock doing a Halloween TV series. I'm like, oh no, Michael's gonna be gay. <laughs> Lori's gonna be les. Like, I don't know. It's gonna blow. You're gonna it's, they're, they're gonna cut to a video of Michael. Do if you, have you watched Dahmer yet? Yeah, actually, um, I watched it. I was like three episodes in, and Chanel was like, I want to watch it. And I was like, okay, yeah. So we watched it, and it's actually really, really good. I'm there's enjoying that, the backlash, that, though. You're you're gonna open to a scene where Michael's doing that thing. Remember when Dahmer's got the head, like the dude's head cut off, and he's making out with it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. You're you're gonna cut to Michael. He's gonna be tonguing some dude's severed head. Right, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm enjoying this backlash, though. Are you like hearing about all this? People are mad that he targeted black people or that gay people. I'm like, oh my god. I saw this meme. It's like I must be old because. How the fuck are some of you just now finding out about Dahmer? I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. Like, a, a guy said it himself, a critic. He was like, the problem isn't the source material or the you know the show. It's the fact that you have a whole new generation that's just now learning who Dahmer is. And I'm like, we can't really cancel a dude who's dead, but I mean, I bet you they'll find a way. Okay, and and let's be clear. Good show him, though. Him killing a black guy is. If he was racist, if he's racist, that's the least. That's one of the lowest reasons to de- demean to do what guy. he did. This well, this dude murdered people. It's not it, him being racist is so far down on the totem pole. Like, be ra- being racist is a horrible thing to do, but it's not worse than drugging people, raping them, kidnapping them in their house, chopping off their hands, chopping off their head, and making out with their heads when it's off. That's and, not the problem here, you retards. And eating the body. And here's the thing, dude. I really don't believe he was racist. I think it pissed a lot of people off because he was targeting black people. But here's why. And they touch on it a bit on the show. He targeted a lot of those people because he knew no one would give a shit. Yeah, th- that's, that's, the that's why truth. he targeted gay pe- gay men. Because back in the 2000s, if a gay guy disappears, like, must have got AIDS. Yeah, like, they, they even point on, you know, they touch on on the show. And it's like... You know the episode where the cops are like, okay, we're we're gonna go now. We're gonna de-louse ourselves. Like <laughs> they think they're gonna catch something, dude. It's funny because I posted a meme too. It's the iCarly meme. She's like, what you got there? And it says literal dead bodies, Jeffrey Dahmer, and he's like, some, some gay, gay shit. shit. <laughs> I love that. That meme's solid. That one, and I love the other one where they cut out uh the actor's head, Evan Peters, whatever his name is, Peter Evans. I don't fucking know how to say it. And he's got five guys, and he's like, I don't taste five guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah there's another one too that i posted to the great girth podcast page where it's the picture of him watching the tv and it's like bro that napoleon dynamite sequel is so much darker than i expected <laughs> <laughs> dude he did good though i thought he was great i watched it and i was like yeah that's jeffrey dahmer like i remember the interviews i remember the trial a little bit and that's jeffrey dahmer that's 100 him the accent's a little weird but that's him, and not to mention Richard Jenkins as his father is amazing, man. Like, he's a good actor, dude. But I always think of him as Mr. Doback from Step Brothers. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, dude, don't let this man have kids. Like, <laughs> He's a terrible parent. But it's a good show, man. I, I love it. I mean, I was a little worried because I was like, ah, this is going to be one of them shows that everybody likes. But how can you not? I mean, it's crazy. And the thing is, too, man, is it's not really – 
it's not really gory. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of blood and violence and all that, but it's actually not bad. I was worried that we were going to see a lot of cannibalistic shit. There's like a few, you know, split seconds here and there where they show some of that stuff, but it's not really, it's kind of like Breaking Bad. You got to show about meth and they don't really show anything about the meth. It's just about the effect of being an evil person. That's this show. It's about this monster. So, I mean, it's, I think it's great, dude. It's a fucking, it's a fucked up show. My wife was freaking out about the fact that they did a whole episode of the gay, uh, the deaf dude. And I was like, man, we got a whole fucking episode on this person. Why'd they do that? <laughs> like he's, oh, excuse me, he's going to end up like the rest of them. But they made this one special. What the fuck? And I think that was just to kind of lead into the fact that the family got together and, you know, looking for our boy, which I, I totally get, man. Like if I, if my kid went missing and I found out that this monster had something to do with it, I would lose my shit. I would collapse. I would strangle this fucker in court. Like I would jump, I'd go to prison. Oh, yeah. God damn. Like, I would fucking murder somebody. Gay or not. Just kidding. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> gay, Some gay getting, shit. Like, getting well, up. Chanel was like, was he gay? I'm like, I mean, they don't really, like, come out and say it, but, dude, he was gay. Like, he loved hugging on man. Like, was he a serial killer and a sadistic fucker? Yes, but, again, he had an arousal for men. Whether it was seeing what their insides looked like or not, he still had an arousal towards men. He was totally gay. And, uh, you know, it's crazy as a lot of people don't know how he died. Oh, fucking man. beat to death in prison. Yeah, I got the freaking... Yeah, you, that... Dude, that stuff, that stuff doesn't fly in, in jail. Oh, no, 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 dude. Like, that's why Jared's over here. They knew that he was going to get raped to death, so they were like, we got to put him where he's away from people touching kids and shit man like they don't they don't play with that shit so i mean i i get it fucking it's a good show though i actually um i don't know why i did this i'm really mad at myself i spent seven dollars to do something i promised myself i wouldn't do so there's a new jeepers creepers that came out it's called jeepers creepers reborn or rebirth or whatever it's a it's basically a remake um it it sucks. I knew it was going to suck because here's the thing. Didn't get a theatrical release. Didn't get a, didn't get any release. It just dropped out of the blue. People knew about it for a couple of years, but just dropped by some low-budget studio. Uh, the original guy that played the Creeper is not in this. The original writer and director is not in this. It's a completely different story. Same, same idea, but I was like, this is going to be gay. I'm not going to watch it. Then I was like, okay. I can literally pay seven bucks right now to watch it. Why not? I got like 30 minutes into it, dude. It sucks. It's pretty bad. It's pretty, um, I I would rather watch Sharknado. And that says a lot. This movie sucks. If anyone's listening to this, do not watch the new Jeepers Creepers. If you think two and three were bad, this fucking fourth one is like shit compared to it, dude. This movie I think it's the fact that they try to remake the first film in the first 10 minutes of it, which that right there, it just fucked that movie into the dirt. Then the rest of it is so stupid. I don't know why I made that dumb decision. I, I really think I was just bored because I'm sitting here and I'm waiting for Terrifier 2 to come out for digital so I can buy that. It's playing in select theaters right now, but I'm not going all the way to Harkins Theater to see it. <laughs> I'm not, dude. I'm not. I want to see that movie so bad because... okay. Here's the backstory. Terrifier is a low-budget horror film from 2016 about a, a clown. They call him Happy the Clown or whatever. He's basically a serial killer clown. That's all you need to know. He was in two other movies they did called like Hall, All Hallows Eve or something like that. They're also low-budget films. But Terrifier caught the attention of a lot of hardcore horror fans. And it actually did pretty well in terms of views to the point where major studios were offering the guy that made it money to do a sequel and he kept saying no because he was like dude i'm not i'm not gonna sell the rights of my shit to you guys because he knew then he wasn't gonna have any of it so he got a bunch of independent people again to help him with the second one and the second one actually has a bigger budget not that much so it's like two hundred and fifty thousand, i think or maybe maybe a little more but it's it's still a low budget film 
here's another thing that drew me back on it. I was like, yeah, I can't wait to go see this in theater. A, Harkins, I'm not going there. And B, it's a horror film, right? Guess how long it is. Hour and a half? Two and two and a half fucking hours, bro. Oh my God. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sitting there for two and a half hours. I'm like, no, I'll watch that at home. But I'm waiting for it to go to digital because right now it's got its, uh, you know, it's got a small release. That's how well it did with budget. And again, the first one is a movie that got popular by word of mouth. And so this one, it's been kind of slowed because of COVID. So it's just been taking forever. But I can't wait for Terrifier 2. I've been checking Voodoo and YouTube to see when I can rent it. I'm also waiting for Clerks 3 that also got a small theatrical release and I'm waiting for it to go on digital. But because I'm bored waiting for these movies, I'm trying to fill my time. So I'm watching other movies that are being released. Like I just watched one that was extremely terrible with Idris Elba. It's called Beast or whatever, or I think that's what it is. I don't know. That movie sucks ass too. Don't watch that. There's a lot of shitty movies out right now, man. I can't. Like here's what I'm going to say. I'm excited for Halloween ends. Austin and I are going to go see it on Thursday. We're going to the premiere of it because every movie, when they tell you it comes out like Friday or Saturday, it's usually out the night before for early release. That's what we're doing is we're seeing the early release version. I'm so excited. If it fucking sucks, I'm going to scream because I actually enjoyed the last one. A lot of people hated it, but I'll admit it wasn't that good. I'm like, nah, the first one, the one before it was definitely better. So this movie better be good. That's all I'm going to say. Read the, you know, the summary of it. It sounds pretty good. It's actually, it sounds very different. Like, let me fill you in on this. This doesn't sound like a Halloween movie at all. So basically it takes place like five years after the last one. Lori's trying to get on with her life with her granddaughter and, um, people start acting kind of weird because there's a young boy that's being accused of the murder of the children he was babysitting. And he's basically trying to say, like, I ha- I didn't do it. It was Michael. And they're like, yeah, okay. Like, he's been gone for years. We don't know where he's at. So that sounds semi-interesting. I'm like, okay, that's not really like a Halloween movie. The story's almost always the same. He comes back to town, murders everybody. That's probably going to be essentially what happens here. But the idea that there's like a sub story, it's like, okay, that's, that'll be interesting. We'll see. And the kid that's in it has been in a bunch of shit. So, I mean, we got some familiar faces. Right. Supposedly, this is the last one. Well, let me rephrase that. This is the last one that uh, Gordon Green is making with Danny McBride and with Jamie Lee Curtis. This is their last movie in the franchise. That doesn't mean they won't make another one. That's just how studios work. They have to make um, another so there's one. A, there's a 99.9% chance. They'll make another one. They're going yeah. to. Within the next five to ten years, they'll make another one. This is their last movie in their story. So what will happen is they'll remake it or reboot it or whatever. But it has been confirmed this is Jamie Lee Curtis's last time portraying the role. She's like, yeah, I'm done after this. You know. It, it is what it is so i'm excited but yeah they're doing supposedly they're supposed to be doing a tv show for peacock don't know what that's gonna be about i'm really hoping it's not a remake i don't know we'll see but uh i just have to mention quickly i know no one else cares but um the red river battle happened today and i just want to let you know tony that it's 10 40 and OU and Oklahoma still sucks. Oklahoma still sucks. <laughs> Oklahoma. Texas beat Oklahoma 49 to nothing today. That's the a Red murder. River, the Red River rivalry is not so much a rivalry this year. Yeah, that's murder. Holy shit. You got to suck really hard. God. God damn. Dude, uh, I don't know why people are so excited about Nuggets. I don't know. Do you like basketball? I really don't give a shit about it. Um, I mean, I like certain players. Yeah. I don't like like a team. I like when I'm cheering for a team, I cheer for San Antonio. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Just because yeah. my favorite my favorite player of all time is Tim Duncan. And Tim Duncan is the greatest basketball player of all time. I'll fight anybody on that. Um but in the end. I, I like players. I don't like. I, I guess that's kind of what the NBA's gotten to. 
where yeah. no one really has a favorite. Everybody has a favorite team, but you don't really root for your favorite team. You root for your favorite players. Understandable, yeah. So I know, yeah. I know about my favorite players. I know nothing about anybody else. Like other people, like I'll be, t- I'll talk to someone. I'll be like, oh, yeah, goddamn, Luca, and I'll be talking about it, and they'll be like. Yeah, yeah, Luke is good, but then there's like some dude and from the Pelicans they're talking about. I'm like, I don't even know who that is. And they're like, Well, you know Luca. I was like, Of course I know Luca. They're like, I just like, don't know what the fuck that I was is. Like, like it's like I'm pumped. There's this freaking hilarious meme, and um it's got a picture of Luca, who might be the best point guard in basketball, and um Nikola Jokic, who is the power forward for the Nuggets, and he's probably the best point power forward in basketball. And they both just won MVPs last year. Jokic won it, um, and this year, um, Luca got it. And it's got a picture of them, and it's got Shaq going, "It ain't these ain't your mama's white boys." <laughs> so it said, "This is like a picture of Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson." And it goes. We took the quarterback from, we took football from. They're coming to take basketball away. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> so funny. I don't know why that reminds me of. Uh, did you ever watch Cam Pill? Yeah. Did you ever see the skit where it's the the Glee Club? He shows up. It's Keegan shows up, and Jordan's like the he's got like the fro, and he's trying to like infiltrate the white. Glee Club, and he's like, "Listen here, motherfucker. These are my seven oh, yeah, white these boys. These are my white. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "You know how long it took me to infiltrate this group? Thirty-five minutes. <laughs> these are my seven white boys." <laughs> I started dying. I miss Key and Peele, man. Like, I love that Key stays out of uh, politics and shit. Jordan Peele kind of inserts himself a little too much, but whatever. Like, if they got that platform, they're gonna use it. So you know, it is what it is. I watched his newest movie, Nope, or whatever, and it was kind of dumb. I don't know, man. (sighs) What's that new one that's going to come out where they're like in the middle of nowhere? Oh, are you talking about... um, Are you talking about the M. Night Shyamalan movie? No, it's a Jordan Peele movie. I think that's the one, Nope. Uh, It's about like this fucking ridiculous cloud that eats shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the one that I was like, this is kind of stupid. But here's the thing, though. I didn't like Us either, his second one, where they have, like, doppelgangers that are, like, hidden underground, and they all come out for the world to see or whatever. And I was like, nah, that wasn't as good as Get Out. And Get Out is very woke. It's very anti-white people. What they did was they took, like, a the whole white people are evil theme and turned it into, like, a horror satire. So, I mean, it's interesting. At least it works. But... These last two have been kind of like, eh. No, I was thinking, um, so get this. M. Night Shyamalan. Let me look this up real quick before I start talking out my ass. He's got a movie coming out, which M. Night Shyamalan has been hit or miss ever since he's had kids. Like, um, when he had a... So basically, like, right when he did the movie Lady in the Water, his career is just kind of, like, plunged. But then after his kids grew up, he did... The Visit, the movie about the kids that go to see their grandparents that are, like, tripping, like, sundowning. Yeah. Twist is, it's not their grandparents. They're two mental patients that murdered the grandparents, and they've been staying there. It wasn't bad. It was okay. Then he did um, Split with James McAvoy. That was phenomenal. But then he had um, Glass, which was a sequel that put together Split and one of his earlier films, Unbreakable. Very comic booky, so it wasn't that interesting. He did the movie Old right after, which was recent. That's the one about these this family that goes to an island and they grow old really quick and they start dying yeah. one by one. Old's really good. It was it was decent. Like I didn't like not like it. It was kind of cheesy, but the, the, I liked the, it. The um the worst one though is he did the damn the um, happening <laughs> Avatar. Well, that that. The the la- Airbender, the Avatar, the last Airbender movie was so bad. It's maybe the worst movie of all, all time, and I didn't mind the happening. But he's got a new movie that is that the Knock at the Cabin. That's the one I with, wanted to talk Batista. about. With Batista, bro, like, it looks that sounds, so. It looks so. Doesn't it sound kind of creepy? Like <laughs> it looks awesome, right? Like 
I was watching. I was like, is that fucking Batista? Like, what's he doing? I did see Batista in Blade Runner, the sequel. And dude, he's actually a good actor. Dude, like, he's not dude, bad. Batista's aw- and he's in all the um, Guardians of the Galaxy movies. And he's awesome. He was in um, Army of the Dead. The one where they have to go into that quarantine zone in Vegas to get some money or whatever. And the zombies are like a whole ass like cult. Like they have roles and shit like rankings. And it, it sounds stupid, but it's actually pretty good. He's in that too, and he was good. I was like, damn. Batista's actually not a bad actor, but you see him in this movie trying to play like a religious cult leader. But you're like, bro, that's a big ass prophet. Like he's <laughs> <laughs> that's a big ass robot. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's fucking he's huge. Nasty. And I'm like, God, oh, Jesus. But he it looks good. Like, I love M.I. Shyamalan, man. I'm just not I'm not afraid to admit that he's made some duds. I didn't like the happening because I love Marky Mark, but he was terrible in it. And the whole idea of the green effect making people kill themselves was kind of like, it felt like he just took a Stephen King story and made it terrible. I hated Lady in the Water. I did not like Avatar, and I absolutely hated After Earth with Will and Jaden Smith. Those were, That was that period where he had kids, and he was like, I'm trying not to like make shitty movies, but I'm making them in the process because I have kids. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to make horror films. And then they asked him, like, what, what made you go back? And he was like, well, my kids grew up. They understand what I do now. So now he's back to making horror films. He was actually going to do the the canceled um, Tales from the Crypt revival, which devastated. I wanted to see it so bad, man. I've been watching. I think I mentioned this a few episodes ago. I, I found Tales from the Crypt on YouTube all seven seasons i'm like season four right now i've been watching them i love them man that's what i grew up with as a kid so i'm like man why didn't they do the revival i'm sure there's plenty of reasons but m.i Shyamalan would have been perfect for it he like creates very twilight zone tales from the crypt type shit so would have been cool but at the same time like what would they have done to it i don't know if you noticed this either but for knock at the cabin the parents are it's a gay couple a lot of people are just finding that out online and it's all trending. I'm like, how did you not know that? Like, these two men are <laughs> caring for an Asian child. Roommates? <laughs> yeah, they're just like brothers or something. No, that's that's gay <laughs> couple. They're, they're a married couple, which I don't give a shit about because as I uh, pointed out with Halloween Kills, the last one, Big John and Little John, they're a gay couple, but like, they're so awesome. The chemistry is perfect and like, you it's they're not an existing character because of the fact that they're gay it just works so it's like whatever you know like it's still pretty cool that i like when they make it work not just for the sake of diversity that's when it gets annoying it's like come on man it's, it's gotta work like if they made a john wick movie and the villain was a tranny i'm like that ain't gonna work <laughs> like, no, no 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 the thing is you can have characters be gay you can have this stuff just don't make it their only personality trait. Yeah, don't make their so, sexuality their like, identity. All all these conservatives were all pissed off because um, Buzz Lightyear had a gay per had a lesbian woman in it. I didn't oh, say it because it's no Chris Evans. Lesbian lady, or it's no Tim Allen. Dude, it's just like the most pass. It's just the most passing by thing. I mean, it's not nowhere even near uh, important. I think it's fine. Well, I think the biggest issue for people was like, with our kids this and explain it to them. But I was told that the lesbian seems like a split second. Yeah, it's he comes back. So what happens? Spoilers for um, spoilers for Lightyear. If you haven't, anybody hasn't seen it, but so Lightyear, it's like his best friend. This woman's his best friend, no. and they work together. They're both space rangers. And so every time he tries, so they're tr- he's trying to get these guys, people off of the planet that they crash landed on. So every time he goes up in space and he jumps, he actually jumps ahead in time. Oh, okay. And so he jumps and it fails and he comes back. It's ahead of time. When he comes back, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm not a space ranger anymore. I'm a little bit older. And now I run space command here and I'm just in charge. He goes up, he jumps again, it fails, he comes back, she goes, oh yeah, I met somebody. And they and open the door, I want you to meet her. And he goes, her? And she goes, yeah. Opens the door, he goes, okay. Jumps again, and then you see them like, they're old, then it goes, and now they have a kid. And then he jumps, and then they're old together. And they jump, and then she's by herself, because the other people died. Then he jumps again, and there's a letter waiting for him that says like, oh, she died. 
That's dark as fuck. <laughs> it's like a letter like, hey, Buzz, you're back. I see you made it. If you're reading this, it means that um, you did the jump didn't work, but I died. I know it's been like nine months for you. It's been like 40 years for that. 70 them. years for me. Yeah. Um, that's fucking crazy. And and like that's the entirety of that whole scene is like 45 seconds of seeing their life progress really fast, seeing life around Buzz really progress as he as he jumps and jumps and jumps and jumps. Yeah. And it's like things like that I'm okay with. It's if it's like what's that movie that came out with oh he's so funny. Um oh, God. Bill Oh, come on. You know the gay one dudes, guys, bros? Bros. Bros. Yeah, that got slammed. Uh, Billy Eichner. I love Billy Eichner. He's funny as hell. But the entirety of this movie is about how like gay people are special and they're better than you and their relationships are better than your relationships. Yeah, that's what I heard, is it's just pandering to the left, basically. And I'm like, no, you can't make a movie where you're in their entire identity That's it, is yeah. just gay. Like, you have to have deep... You have to have characters that people care about. And if they have yeah, to be gay, to oh well. Because it happens. Well, it has to and matter. I'm not, and I'm not about this thing, like, all movies must have no gay sex in it, or all movies must have no gay... No um, LGB lesbian or gay um relationships because let's be honest it's in our society now and if there's two ways your kids are going to find out about it they could find out by watching a movie seeing it and saying hey daddy what's why the hell did that woman kiss that lady you go some people like girls it's it's just weird or they can go to school and their little friend comes and says oh yeah my mom's and then uh, and then your daughter has to be in a tailspin the entire day at school trying to figure out how she has moms. My thing is I just don't want my kids seeing it. I'm like, yeah, they're too young. Eventually they well, the gotta cross is, that road though. When I have kids and they're five years old, I don't want them to see straight sex. Well yeah, I don't want that either. That's why I don't like that's I don't why I just don't like them, them promoting either. it. Yeah, I don't like them promoting it, man. That's the thing. I'm like, don't don't make anything sexual for kids. I mean like is right now, if I turn on Blue's Clues and it's gay Steve, as fuck. Steve is making out with his girlfriend, I'm going to be pissed off. I decided I wasn't going to let even my kids the, watch even Blue's Clues new, after the trans parade thing they did anyway. I was even, like, though, nah. even though this new Steve looks pretty gay. Well, I saw this meme speaking of which, and it's like, I must be old because who the fuck is this? And it was the new guy after the guy that replaced Steve. Because... Dude, have you seen there's a Blue's Clues movie, a live action Blue's Clues movie coming out? Oh no. Where the new Steve and Blue get lost in New York City, and so Salt and Pepper have to hunt down the old Steves so the old Steves can find the new Steve. Oh god, it's like a multiverse <laughs> of shit, dude. Yeah, so it's like it's like it's like um Spider-Man No Way Home, but for Blue's Children. Clues, yeah, dude. <laughs> Blue's Clues. <laughs> There's a movie, speaking of which, it's like a multiverse. And it's from the, the guys that did Swiss Army Man. It's called Everything Everywhere All at Once. Have you heard of it? It's about this Asian lady that like learns there's multi- there's a multiverse of her, basically, and she goes to each one. Oh, yeah, yeah I saw a trailer for that. It's not bad. It was interesting. It Have was, you uh, seen the trailer you know, for the new Super Mario movie? No, because I'm like really scared of how it's gonna come out. Does it look okay? I am. The animation is so freaking cool. Like visually, it's amazing. Jack Black is Bowser, and it's huh. so good. Now I am one of the biggest Chris Pratt shills on the planet. I love me too. Guy. I love Chris Pratt, and he's voicing Mario. That could be interesting. I mean, he, doesn't, he does not sound Italian at all. Well, yeah, no, it's just cultural Chris Pratt talking. <laughs> and so it's like, it's like, so Mario comes down. He goes, okay. So, so Toad comes in and says, hey, let's let's come with me. And they start running away, and he's bouncing on mushrooms or something. And you go, oh, here it goes. He's gonna say, let's go. And he goes, okay. And you're okay. Like, <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> 
Chris, well, no. Well, Where's they did the that with uh, Pikachu, didn't they? Like Ryan Reynolds didn't talk at all like Pikachu. It was just yeah, Ryan was Reynolds. Fine, because that was freaking awesome. Well, Ryan Reynolds could pretty much do anything. Like he's the one you use to save a character, like an animated character. Oh my well, god, bro. Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. Who's coming back? That's the only reason I want to see another Deadpool. I'm like that freaking yes. video of it's just it's just Ryan Reynolds, like, hey guys, I can't wait for this movie. And then you just see um he goes, Hey, he goes, Hey Hugh, and he kind of walks by, he goes, You wanna be you wanna be Wolverine one more time? He goes, I guess, and walks up the stairs. You're like, I guess. <laughs> that's how you announce that. Dude, I love Hugh biggest Jackman news of the year, this. and that's how you announce it. See, I love it though, man, because I'm a big Wolverine nut, especially Hugh Jackman. Like, that's why I'm very anti them doing another Wolverine. Because to me, I'm like, that's Hugh Jackman. Like, that's his role. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the Terminator. You can't change those. Fucking Bruce Willis is John McClane. Like, that's Hugh Jackman. His role is Wolverine. So I'm like, dude, it sucks that he's gone. It made sense because he got tired of the diet. He had done it primarily his entire career. So I get why he's like, I'm done with it. But to be like, hey, we'll come back. Probably the last time officially, but. And they, um, so they were talking to him and it looks like it's going to be a really small role, but they yeah. were like, well, does, well, does him being in this reverse his death in Logan? And, um, yeah, that's a good question. And Ryan Reynolds goes, no, are you stupid? I ain't touching that. Are you stupid? <laughs> well, like, bro, like, that's the greatest movie of all time. He's like, that's one of the greatest movies of all time. It is. We're not 100%. touching that. This, this is all completely disconnected. So we'll a, see what it what it actually is, but I'm excited nonetheless. Oh fuck yeah, dude! I'm a big Dark Knight nut. I've always thought Dark Knight was one of the greatest comic book movies of all time, but I've changed my opinion because of Logan. That is hands down the greatest, and they they really don't have to explain it because look at it like this. As much as I love the X Men, and I really wish Marvel wouldn't fuck with it, the truth of the matter is X Men's timeline doesn't make sense. No, it never has. It, it never has. Well. It's always jumped all over. Yeah, so it's like. This is perfect. Just keep it going and make fun of that in the movie. Like, you remember the first one? He's like, oh, it's weird how I only see two of you here. It's like the studio couldn't afford another X-Men. Like, yeah, do something like that. And then they close the door. They close the door on, like, the entire... The entire... They just stare at him, yeah. (laughs) Dude, I love those movies. Yeah, like, I didn't like Deadpool 2 as much as the first one. And I think it was just because there was a lot of characters I didn't care about. But I love love Josh Brolin. I like number two better than the first one. I think the reason I love the first one so much is the nostalgia. The fact that because of a test screening that was done nine years prior, it yeah. was finally like going to happen. And it's like, oh yeah, dude, absolutely. Because X-Men Origins sucked. That was a shitty movie. And the Wolverine wasn't that good either. It was kind of like, eh. But Logan was great. Deadpool was awesome. I love the X-Men movies, even though I'll admit there's problems with them and they need to be taken care of and I guess that's gonna happen but I'm excited for it. I freaking kills when he's fighting the guy and he clutches him and it breaks his arm. He goes, oh no clutches him he goes ah <laughs> both his hands are flapping around. I love when he's fucking with uh what's his name um is it Colossus or yeah, yeah. he's he's all watch your language just suck my balls like <laughs> that's what I love about it. I'm like if Wolverine is in this can we get a few F bombs? We only ever hear him say it twice throughout the entire X-Men franchise. And that's the best scene from X-Men First Class. <laughs> they go up to like, uh, are you, uh, we need your help, or whatever. And he's like, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> and they walk away. Like, dude, I love X-Men. Now that's my shit. I mean, we've talked about this. We did a whole episode dedicated to him. So I'm hoping that whatever they do with it isn't all weird. But I'm also looking forward to Daredevil you know, with Charlie Cox again. Like, I know they said it won't be as dark, which doesn't shock me, but I'm still going to see it because it's... Charlie Cox was awesome as Daredevil, man. That was Netflix. That was one of their greatest fucking titles was Daredevil and the Punisher. I loved them, man. I really... Defenders is what fucked it up. They really oh, fucked it up. No, Defenders sucked and um, Iron, Iron Fist, Fist. Like, yeah, which dude. so angry I like Iron Fist as a character. And I think that guy, I think that actor could do it. The script was just so yeah, garbage. 
And like I didn't really care for Jessica Jones. It wasn't that bad. I still watched. No, Jessica it. Jones was good. I, I I didn't like Luke Cage though. I, man. I, just I hope your I I hope your pinky toe. I hope you stub your pinky toe on your new bed. It wasn't that good, bro. <laughs> Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage was good. Jessica Jones is the best one, and then Daredevil was solid. Even close. Oh my god, dude! Hold on. Speaking of which, before we wrap this up. So did you see that Rob Zombie did a, a kid's film, The Monsters? The Monsters? Yeah, bro. So I saw this. I knew about this like a year ago when they announced it. And I was like, The Monsters? Oh, no, he's going to fuck that up. And then he was like, nope, it's PG. It's a kid's movie. And I was like, okay, something's not right. This is weird. Is he having a stroke? Like, I was freaking out about it. Saw the trailer. I was like, this looks terrible. It's on Prime Video. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's on Netflix, God. too, dude. It's I'm on Netflix. A single, um, single still, a Rob Zombie film. Yeah, bro, it's bad. I watched it with Olivia, and even she was like, "Are you mad at me or something?" Like, this is boring. <laughs> oh, it looks horrible. It's bad, bro. It's really fucking bad. The trailer didn't do it no justice, and I watched it like an idiot. It has four stars, dude. It's terrible. It's fucking awful. <laughs> Rob Zombie's done some shitty movies, and I'm a Rob Zombie fan, but that movie sucked ass. I don't know what made him think I could do a kid's movie. Like, <laughs> that's Rob Zombie, dude. Let's see what it's got on IMDb here. That's literally like Tarantino making a fucking Star Trek movie like he said he wanted to do. And I was like, no, no, don't do it. Oh, yeah, it's got a four out of ten. It's bad, dude. IMDb. The makeup effect looks retarded. The story is. It looked like the freaking um Frankenstein guy. Frank looks like he's like a plastic action figure. Dude, they're not even all the monsters are there. Like half of them are missing. George Garcia is in the movie. And bro, most of it is fucking Rob Zombie's like you know cast that he uses in every movie. They're all like terrible actors. They're all like hillbilly rednecks in every movie he does. So I was like, wait a minute. What the fuck? My first thought was this is going to be an R-rated version. And it wasn't. It was a kid's movie. I don't know like where he thought this would be a great idea. It is so weird. I mean, like I said, that's fucking, again, that's like Tarantino doing a Star Trek movie. And I'm like, no, love Tarantino to death. I love Star Trek. I don't want him doing a Star Trek movie. There's some things that people can and can't do. That would be one of them. Rob Zombie can't really make a good movie. He makes movies for his fans. And I'm one of them. I enjoy him, but they're not great. But him doing a kid's movie, it's like, oh my fucking God, no. I wasn't even happy with him doing Halloween. I mean, after a while, I've learned to enjoy him because I don't consider him Halloween movies. They're kind of like just his movies. But The Monsters... I can't wrap my brain around this. Somebody was like Rob Zombie. That's who we need. Yeah, someone. No, you know Rob Zombie came and was like, "I'm gonna do this." Yes, you know what I want to do? I want to do a kids movie, and everybody's like, "I mean, he made us a buttload of money. I mean, we can't tell him no. Let's try to figure." Dude, he's made them a lot of money. What's a child kids movie that we can have him do? The monsters. There's just one. Intern, like it's got to be kind of scary, right? It's got to be kind of a scary. The monsters should not have done the Adams family at this point. Adams family would have been cool, but I think they're trying to stick with the whole animated shit they've been doing. Well, there was just another Adams family. Good lord, how many are there now? Like three, literally, like a year ago. So, probably didn't want to do another one of those. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, it's no secret Rob Zombie loves the monsters, that's what he grew up with. So, it kind of makes sense that he would pursue it. I just didn't think that would ever happen. I'm like, no, that's like that's like me being a famous director one day and being like, you know what movie I really love? Halloween. But all I'm known for is making comedies. <laughs> That'd be kind of weird, dude. At that point, make a pair. What you got? Oh, so have we talked about the new scary Winnie the Pooh movie? No, I've heard about that, though. What the fuck? It's a horror it's film? 100 Acre. I think it's called 100 Acre. And it's and it's about Christopher Robin leaves and goes to college and gets a girlfriend and they go back for Christmas break. And 
they go back out to the hundred acre woods and what they're saying is what kept all of the like Winnie the Pooh and Piglet and everybody, what kept them like nice and innocent was um because of Christopher Robin's innocence. So now that Christopher Robin is gone, there there's nothing they've been abandoned. What the fuck? And the only and so they like grew up and now they're like they went Murderers. all crazy. <laughs> and so it's it's Christopher Robin and his daughter and his girlfriend like running away from Winnie the Pooh trying to slaughter them. What the fuck? And it was like it, it's let me see if I could find I might watch it. I'm not gonna lie. Like that sounds interesting. Dude, it sounds like a real and they're do they are able to do it because like three weeks like four weeks ago, um Winnie the Pooh became um in the public domain. Oh, okay. So um the Disney's Disney's trademark on Winnie the Pooh has expired. Oh yeah, that's right, because China's whole issue with yeah. I remember that they stopped doing Winnie the Pooh and shit. I mean I'm I might say I don't know if you heard heard this, but there's gonna be a um some low budget uh studios doing it, but they're making a slasher version of the Grinch. I'm like, that might be kind of interesting to see. I don't know. He might look stupid. I really want to see um have you heard of the new movie Violent Night? No, yeah. it's got the dude from Stranger Things. I can never remember his name. Oh, but... so that's the, the movie's called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> that sounds like a cheesy fucking title. Dude, I mean, I'm it, still it... gonna see it. It sounds interesting. Like, why not? But yeah, dude, fucking <laughs> Violent Night's about like this Santa Claus that goes to save a family that's being like taken hostage by some robbers. So it's like a John Wick Santa Claus movie, basically. <laughs> it's called Violent Night. I'm like, okay, I gotta see that. Or this sounds really stupid, but hear me out. It's a horror film that just came out called Smile. Have you heard of it? Yes. It, it sounds stupid, but I want to see it. Whoever's doing the marketing for that needs like needs to be freaking given a raise they've yeah, sent people good. to they send people to baseball games to sit behind home plate and like, every time smile and it's, and it's creepy everybody's like what right the like wrong with these people? it sounds dumb like a killer smile or whatever but like i want to see it it just sounds interesting here We're is a-, a screen here is a screen grab of winnie the pooh blood and honey they sent me this shit i gotta see this and it's winnie the pooh and piglet sneaking up on some chick in a hot tub. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there we go. I just sent it. And it's insane. What the fuck? Hold on. Let's see. Did I just get that? Yeah, just now. Some chick in a hot tub. Let's see. What the fuck? <laughs> then... Winnie the Pooh and Piglet are sneaking up on her. It could be interesting. I mean, that's never been done before, so we'll see what they look like, though. God, why is my computer running so fucking slow? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. It's freaking <laughs> spooky. Dick's good looking, though. Old school slasher style. That is what spooky is looking. I'm trying to figure out when it released. That's one fat-ass poo. <laughs> That fucking piglet looks like a redneck, dude. <laughs> this could be bad. The, tag, the tagline for this movie is this ain't no bedtime story. This ain't no bedtime story. That's pretty good, like, marketing right there. Like, that's, again, it's a smart idea because you've never heard of that before. You've heard of the evil Santa Claus. You've seen the evil Easter bunny. And you've seen, we've actually seen, I don't know if you know this, there is a evil Pinocchio movie called Pinocchio's Revenge where Pinocchio kills people. Right. So this kind of makes sense. It's like, eh, at some point. Let's go so see it if it comes to that. Theaters. This movie comes out I'm looking for the release date. I was going to say, when does it come out? How can we watch it? Arrive sometime in 2023. Damn it. Well, that's actually not too far away. There's currently no release date yet. However, it's likely that Winnie the Pooh, Blood, and Honey will arrive sometime in 2023. So when it comes out, we'll have to go. We'll have to see it and do a. We'll have to um, wait till it comes out uh, either streaming or physical. Yeah. And we'll have to do a, a watch along to that one. 
I love movie theaters, man, but I'm kind of at the point where I really wish everything would just go to streaming at the same time. Like, still make it an option to see it in theaters, but do streaming too. Like, I love movie theaters. I really do, but I hate having to wait that long. Like, if Halloween Ends came out Thursday morning, I would 100% watch it on Peacock right away because I'm getting so impatient. But I love the theater experience, so I have to see it in theaters. Like, last year when Halloween Kills came out, I went to it the day it was released. I went to the theater to see it that night. And then I went home and watched it again on Peacock, like right away, because it's available. So it's like, why not? But unfortunately, we've hit an hour and I'm having fun, but we got to we got to do the the hard goodbye. Um, Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you for hanging on with us. It's been kind of hard because it was the busy season. And really, once I get moved in and once we're kind of settled me and austin will have that dead period which is usually a little a little bit before christmas maybe a little after but we'll have our dead period we're going to start pumping out some more of these for you guys at least in a timely manner in the meantime though if you'd like to check out our backlog go to the greatgirthpodcast.com also quick announcement we're no longer going to put these uh the uh video for these on spotify it's now just going to be audio again it just it works out better so don't be confused when you're like what the fuck why can't i watch these anymore that's 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 what that is sorry guys but uh austin it's been fun buddy i will see you the next time adios